and welcome back to another episode of your favorite show on the internet, Jacques Talks. I, uh, I do apologize. I made a promise last week I'd be posting on time this week. Technically, what is on time for this show? Has there ever been uh, a consistent posting time? I don't think so. But uh, yeah, we are coming out with a, a new ep here today on uh, Wednesday. But it was a conscious decision on my part. You can believe me or not believe me, but we had our playoffs for kickball yesterday, and I figured it would be more fruitful to talk about that on the episode this week, just because, honestly, I don't really have any other major updates to talk about this week, and I didn't really feel like this week was a good week to do a show based around uh, high school or college or anything like that, which is kind of where we're up to in those kind of shows that I'm doing. So I figured we just have another kind of filler episode here, talk about some stuff going on in my life. Might not reach the hour mark today, but that's okay. It's probably just going to be a shorter episode. And I think, honestly, maybe everyone will be a little happy with that. I don't know. Do people like the length of my episodes? I uh, I could sit and talk here probably. I genuinely probably could go for three hours every week if I really wanted to. I don't think I do really want to do that because that ended up taking me like seven hours to edit and everything because this isn't a live show obviously but where where am I even going with this anyways yeah so I I wanted to talk about the kickball playoffs this week in case they went well spoiler alert they went well we'll see what happens when I talk about it today and I've got some other stuff that's been going on that I wanted to talk about too and other than that um yeah that's kind of just what we're going to be going on today it's kind of going to be a classic early Jacques Talks episode type episode because unlike last week where there was a lot to fill you guys in on there isn't a lot to fill you guys in on this week so we'll see where my mind takes me this week I guess and uh, if we end early we end early anyways let me finish rambling in the intro and just kind of jump into it so we can go chronologically other than the kickball playoffs that happened yesterday the other major thing that uh, happened in the last couple of days was I went to the U.S. Open, which, if you don't know, is a golf tournament held every year on the PGA Tour, and it switches location every year, so a lot of the times it's in, I shouldn't say a lot of the times, but there's a location in Los Angeles, that's where it's going to be next year, it's been there a number of times, or maybe Los Angeles is 2024, I think, and there's like a course in Virginia is where it's going to be next year, I can't remember, don't quote me on it. Anyways, it was in Brookline, Massachusetts this year at the Country Club, which I didn't realize was a famous golf course until I went to the Open this year and read all the stuff about it. It's actually regarded as like the birthplace of modern golf in the United States because back in, I want to say like the 1800s, don't quote me on that, but at least early 1900s, golf was not that popular, especially in the United States. It was kind of like an old boy sport really just like rich, affluent men. That's kind of still what it is to this day, but just, you know, bear with me here. Everyone loves to, well, not everyone loves to golf, but, you know, a lot of guys love to golf. Uh, You don't have to be a a millionaire to golf, but that's kind of what it was back uh, 100-plus years ago. And it was especially more popular over in Europe, is my understanding, too. And so the U.S. Open has been around for a long time, and it was like kind of the premier uh golf tournament that was put on in the United States. And at the time, 
once again, it was, wasn't very popular. It wasn't a big thing, but there's this guy, I should have come prepared with like the names of these people and all this stuff. But there was this dude who lived really close to the country club in Brookline and he was in like 20 years old and he was a caddy at the golf course. And he just decided that he wanted to compete in the U S open as an amateur. And he, you know, lived right across the street, just kind of walked out of his house, walked over to the course and decided to golf in the tournament. And he actually won it. He beat like the best golfers in the world at this tournament. And so news of it spread like wildfire across the United States, you know, in the newspapers back then, no internet, of course. And so the amount of people who were like youth, especially who played golf in the United States went from like a hundred thousand to like over a couple million over the course of like 10 years like immediately after um that guy won the u.s open at the country club so since then it's kind of been that moment is regarded as the catalyst for what golf is today and what it is to people today in the united states so that course specifically that we were at is kind of like held in that bit of a regard so there's all this like historical ambiance um that the the u.s open had this year and it was kind of cool to just feel that atmosphere while i was at the tournament so i wanted to go to the tournament from the day i found out that it was being held in brooklyn i didn't really find out till late of course it'd been announced for a while now but i don't pay i guess that close attention to golf really the only reason i've ever cared about golf is my dad because he's big into it um he used to golf like with his brothers and i think he's still probably technically golfs i don't think he's gone in a while though I guess I can't speak for him. I don't know his golf habits. But I remember as a kid, he would do like tournaments um, for work, I think, and um, at like alumni events and stuff. I remember I had been like kind of the pseudo caddy for him at, at one point for a tournament he did. Obviously, just like casual things. He's, he's, my dad wasn't golfing on the PGA Tour. But yeah, I, w- I would watch golf with my dad growing up. And it was always fun. Obviously, we kind of shared a fascination with Tiger Woods and, you know, just rooting for, for different players. In my eyes, for no rhyme or reason, I'm sure he had different rooting interests, caring a little bit more than I did. And I golfed too as a kid. It was really only when I was a little kid. I don't think I golfed any time past middle school. Um, obviously, I've gone golfing since. I've gone to top golf and just, like, golfed on par three courses and stuff like that. But, yeah, so... I guess I've just always had a subtle interest in in golf and just honestly sports in general. Like I'm not a big soccer fan, but when I was in um, studying abroad in Europe, uh, the women's uh, FIFA World Cup was going on in France while I visited Paris. And so I went to a game when I was there too, because it's like when you have this memorable or big of an event, regardless if I'm the biggest fan ever of it, I want to go. And so interesting enough, this is kind of a diversion from golf but speaking of soccer again the world cup is coming to north america in 2026 i think it is or maybe it's 2028 it's not this next world cup it's the one oh it must be 2026 because i think they're already doing like the group stage they're like we decided on like the united states made the field this year and they already decided all that stuff once again i'm not big into soccer so excuse me if i said something wrong but one of the cities that's hosting games is Boston. Uh, they're going to play some games in Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. So I would be interested to go to one of those games, but I don't know how expensive the tickets are going to be. 
my guess is really expensive, probably more expensive than I'm willing to pay. But I guess we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see. I don't know. It's uh, it would definitely be cool to say I went to a you know a FIFA World Cup game, and this is probably the only opportunity I'll ever get because um, who knows when U.S. will host it next. But anyways, that's how I felt about going to the U.S. Open because Brookline, Massachusetts is where it was happening this year, um, which if you don't know is like a suburb of Boston. So it's a, it's essentially in Boston. It's not like in some rando place. Um, a number of my friends live in Brookline, so, you know, it's kind of nice, convenient, etc. But I didn't know, when I when I saw it was in Brookline, I didn't know if it was going to be there every, like, five years, ten years, or whatever. I looked it up, and they have a number of years planned out, and nowhere in the next 10, 15 years is it going to be in Massachusetts again. Granted, I don't know how long I'm going to be in Massachusetts. Who knows if I'm going to be here in the next, you know, in 10, 15 years from now. But, you know, kind of just looking at it, I don't know the next time I'll be in the city that the U.S. Open will be happening in. So when I heard it was going to be in Boston, I was like, oh, cool, that'd be such a great thing to go to. And so I kind of asked my friends who I thought may be interested or maybe I could just convince to go with me. But, you know, no dice. Um, obviously, golf isn't everyone's favorite thing. And honestly, most of my friends out here aren't that big into sports in general. Anyways, I probably care about baseball and football the most out of any of my friends. It also doesn't help that the teams I care the most about aren't the sports that are played in this city or the teams that play in the city. So anyways, I couldn't really get anyone to come, but I still was low-key thinking of going to the Open on Thursday or Friday when the tickets were a little bit cheaper just by myself because, I mean, not to sound like a broken record, but it's it's kind of just one of those sports events I didn't know if I'd ever get the chance to go and see again because there's some sporting events like the Masters. I don't know if I'll ever get to go see it because one, the tickets are really expensive and two, it's in Georgia and I don't know the next time I'll find myself in Georgia and I don't know that I'd be willing to spend thousands of dollars to go down to Georgia just to watch golf. Like I care about golf, but not that much, you know, even as prestigious as the Masters is. Um, I don't have that much of skin in the game, so I don't know if I'll ever go get to see that but the in the case that we've got a traveling tournament it's in the city i'm in you know i want to go and especially because tiger woods um obviously my favorite golfer he was getting old you know he's been through the stuff he's been through um now recovering from injuries and stuff from his car accident i don't know how many more chances i'll ever get to see him especially and then a couple of weeks ago he backed out of the tournament and so that coupled with not really having anyone to go coupled with the tickets for even the Thursday Friday games were like pushing $200 i just kind of was like you know what it sucks i can't go but you know worse things have happened to me i you know i, I miss out it's not a big deal and so that was that and so friday night i went out with friends uh, it was a good time and so you know had some drinks i slept on my friend's couch i slept on Camille's couch this is important and so the next morning we're in like the kitchen making breakfast etc and Camille's roommate Katie who actually now that I think I, the reason I didn't say her at first is I couldn't remember if I'd ever like mentioned her on the show before but Katie is Camille's roommate but I I consider Katie my friend too it's not just like roommate of my friend she's on the kickball team that's where I've mentioned her before she also I don't know if I already made this joke she wanted me to call her by a different name too for a funny reason I don't even remember so Katie if you're listening sorry but I am exposing your name it's fine it's important so she goes oh I won tickets to the U.S. Open 
And I go, no way. And she had won him through this local bagel shop who had like a competition on Instagram, just like comment and tag a friend, whatever, you know, those kind of things. And I was like, oh, so you have two tickets? She's like, yeah, I'm going to bring my dad. I was like, oh, or you could bring me. And she's like, no, it's on Father's Day. and My dad likes golf, so I'm going to bring my dad. And I was like, oh, or you could let me go with your dad. And so <laughs> she was like, no, I'm going to bring my dad. I was like, okay, that's fine. So she calls her dad and she's like, hey, I want tickets, yada, yada, yada. I didn't hear this conversation, whatever. She like went to call her dad. And she comes back in the room, like after getting off the phone with her dad. And she goes, hey, Jacques, so do you actually want to go? And I was like, wait, like what happened? And she's like, well, my dad lives in New Hampshire and he has to drive to New York on Tuesday. I think it was or something. So she had, he had already done a lot of driving just before this weekend and he had to do a bunch of driving um, the next weekend and so his drive to come down for the open would be a three-hour drive down and three-hour drive back up and so as much as the u.s open was uh appealing to him he didn't want to do all that extra driving unfortunately so the offer was then extended instead of katie's dad but on to me so i got extremely fortunate not only did my friend um, win tickets, but she also chose me to use the second one. So big shout out to Katie and couples bagels. I had a great time. So that was like, found out about that Saturday and we got tickets to go on Sunday, which is great. Obviously the, the last day of the tournament. And so we took like a shuttle bus in, which is like the only way to go because there already isn't really parking, uh, for the tournament. And then, you know, couple that with, thousands of people going so the only way to really get there reasonably is to take the shuttle buses they have so you know in the morning we didn't show up right when the first tea times were obviously we it's sunday already so that the best players are later on in the afternoon so we showed up at around i want to say noon maybe like eleven thirty or so i think the first tea times were at eight o'clock or nine o'clock like eight thirty, something like that so we showed up about like three to four hours in already and so we showed up it was already pretty popping we could tell um but it was still kind of slow going early in the morning i think the the one i don't want to say sad thing but it was really cloudy there was like it you couldn't see the blue sky the sun wasn't really beaming down on us which was not the worst thing in the world but as the day went on it got like pretty windy so it actually got kind of chilly and i had worn a sweater um, but I wore shorts, so that was kind of uh, not ideal, I guess. But it wasn't the end of the world. But yeah, so we show up. We went straight to the merchandise booth, <laughs> which maybe, I don't know. I always feel funny doing that. I do that at like concerts and stuff too. It's like straight to <laughs> get myself some merch. And I don't even, what if I hated my day? Then I'd regret spending the $100 I did on uh, the stuff I got. But uh, it's just how it goes. So yeah, I went and got a t-shirt which was its own kind of funny adventure. Um, the one I wanted, we couldn't find anywhere other than in like triple XL, which was not my size. Um, and so we scoured around um, for a while until Katie notices one dude carrying like 10, 15 of the shirts. And she was like, maybe he has extra sizes of the other sizes. And so I followed him and he did. So I got a shirt that isn't uh, 3XL. And I got a poster, which I'm going to put up in my new house when I move in. And I also got some golf balls, which 
I'm considering giving as a gift to my dad. I don't know if my dad listens to the show. I don't think he does, but I know my mom does. So mom, don't mention to dad that I got those because I might like keep one. I got like three of them. So I might keep one and give him the other two, but I don't know yet. So don't spoil that. But yeah, when I was in the merch tent though, I, the the like sweater I wore has a little like note like Notre Dame monogram on the the like breast. It's like a little uh I don't know what you call that, the like logo. And so some older dude was like, "Oh, did you go to Notre Dame?" I was like, I was like, "Yep, and I'm a, I'm an alumni or whatever I said." And he was like, oh, it's a great school, which is, honestly, that's what most, like, old people, when they see me wearing a Notre Dame shirt or something, that's, almost all of them always go, oh, that's such a great school, which is funny, because, you know, if I talk to, a, like, a normal adult, or, like, a, a teenager, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, or, like, say something about the football team or something, but old people always go, oh, it's such a great school, which it, it is, obviously, but I think, you know, older people grow growing up, that that's, like, I feel like what they were preached in their houses is, like, how prestigious and great Notre Dame is as a school and I think that's kind of shifted since then I don't think people really consider it like a I'm not going to sit here and like downplay the school but it's definitely I don't think it's really held in the same regard not for um a bad reason I'm just saying this is just my observations anyways I'm not trying to whatever I don't know what I'm trying to say you you understand what I'm saying so he goes oh this is like such a great school I was like I was like thank you yeah I definitely agree and he goes not as great as BC though and he like gives me kind of like a stern look I was like well I'm not trying to throw hands over Catholic schools right here in the merch tent of the U.S. Open and some other dude like chimes in like yeah that's right I was like yo I'm not trying to die on some hill right now it was kind of funny though I was like I was like oh I'm not gonna argue with you <laughs> and so we all just kind of chuckled it was funny but um yeah so that was uh that was a good time and uh so after that yeah we went and watched some golf we watched uh like the first and second hole for a while because they were really close to where the merch tent was um then we walked a little bit deeper into um the course we didn't actually go that far i think we probably only saw like half of the grounds just because it, it was really packed and at the end of the day i mean katie isn't like the biggest fan of uh golf or at least as much as me or say her dad um, so I kind of asked her, I was like, you know, we could just kind of chill and get a, a better spot by one of the last holes and just hold onto that spot for the rest of the tournament. Or, you know, we could walk around, spend some time walking around, looking at all the holes and kind of just watching the same couple guys, uh, for a while, you know, walk with them. And she was like, you know, honestly, like, I don't care if we don't walk around because all the holes kind of look the same anyways, or all, you know, it's just grass and whatever and I was like you yeah, have a good point and I mean I wasn't really that interested in walking around forever and obviously they were her tickets I wanted to do what uh whatever she kind of felt was the the best move so we hung out at the the green of six for a while I got some really nice uh like close videos of some of the golfers and then from there we went and got lunch which was very expensive the cans of beer were 10 bucks which is I mean normal stadium prices honestly but still like I mean, expensive as hell. My burger, which was honestly not that good, was I think $11. So all around, um, not ideal. Also, it said the burger was going to come with pickles on it. There were no pickles. So pretty upset about that. It should have charged me less for it, but what can I do? And yeah, so we ended up chilling near the green of 17 for the last like two and a half hours of the tournament, which was honestly so awesome. We got to see every single putt um, on the 17th from the last, I want to say like 20 golfers. And 
I mean, all around great, great experience. The people around us were generally nice. There was this older dude who kept stepping on our bags for a time, but I mean, whatever. It definitely wasn't like intentional. And this lady was like low-key, like pushing Katie out of the way <laughs> to try to get a, a view of the hole because we were near a tree and the tree was like obs obstructing her view, but not ours. So that was mildly annoying. Also earlier in the day, I think this was when we were hanging out by like the second hole. I like turned to Katie and we were like talking about my poster and um, I have some posters up in my apartment right now. And so I was like, Katie, you haven't been to my apartment yet. Cause I was going to ask her if she had already seen my posters. And so I was like, Katie, or I was like, you haven't been to my apartment. Have you? And this, <laughs> this like middle-aged woman goes, no. And I didn't really realize at first she was talking to me, <laughs> but then she was like, oh, I'm just kidding. And then I was like, oh, she is talking to me. <laughs> And so I turned to her and me and Katie both gave her like kind of like a funny puzzled look. And she was like, she's like, well, I haven't been to your apartment. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, she's like, I didn't mean to like eavesdrop. I was like, I'm being nosy. And her husband and her were kind of like laughing. I was like, no, no, it was funny. Like it was funny, but it was just kind of shocking. I was like, you haven't been to my apartment, right? This lady next to me just goes, no, I, it's like, what the heck? But, um, yeah, it was fun. So, and then. In the interest of time, after the, the final two golfers uh, putted on the 17th, we started walking with a mass of people, you know, headed over to watch them tee off on the 18th, but we just left and, and went, so we wouldn't have to be waiting behind hundreds of people trying to leave and get on the buses, so I didn't actually end up watching uh, the end of the game, but honestly, I didn't really miss much because there wasn't like a game-winning putt because uh, the one guy... Uh, Fitzpatrick was a shot ahead of the other and they both just hit par on the 18th so it wasn't like the the other guy hit a good putt to tie it or something like that you know I would have been kind of disappointed if I missed that but it ended up working out so we're all good and yeah it was a it was a great experience honestly I wish now hopefully I can do it again I think hopefully someday I can you know go and watch a tournament like the U.S. Open or maybe the PGA Championships or um anything like that, like with my son, um, it was just something me and my dad never got to do because they never come to a course in Minnesota. W one time we did go to like a, a senior PGA event. Uh, I remember going to that as a kid and that was a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, so overall great time. If you ever get the chance to go to the U S open, I highly recommend it. Definitely come with, uh, uh, some money to spend on the food. The merch was honestly not that, um, it was like, super reasonable the shirt I got was I think 30 which okay isn't cheap but I was kind of expecting you know in the 50s to 60s which there don't get me wrong there were shirts of that price range but they were of those higher priced um like brands so like Vineyard Vines had branded shirts with uh, the U.S. Open logo and stuff like that and of course those were in the $60 range but I got one just strictly made by uh, the U.S. Open itself. It wasn't like branded by Nike, Adidas, or anything like that. So there's definitely recently priced stuff. And the poster I got, which is a beautiful poster, it's like a 24 by 36. And that was only, I think, like $30, $35 too. So definitely everything was super, they don't like super upcharge you um, for anything. So that was overall positive experience. And so that was on Sunday. And then we get to Tuesday now, which was the kickball playoffs. So luckily we did make the playoffs, everyone made the playoffs, but because of our kind of mediocre record in the regular season, 
We were in the lower tournament, meaning we could only win the silver medal, which is fine, you know, that's something still noble, noteworthy. And essentially what Tuesday looked like is the first game that we played in was the quarterfinals, and if we happened to win in that game, we would go on and play in the semifinals later that night, or as immediately afterwards, essentially. And so it was kind of win and move on, lose, and you're out. And so we had been, you know, struggling through the whole season. I think our biggest struggle was just dropping balls, um, not making good catches and stuff like that. So we did actually practice earlier in the week on Sunday night, um, just, you know, getting used to making catches and trying to focus a little bit more on um, not giving up kind of stupid runs. And, you know, yeah, I mean... I, I don't know how to say this like in the best way possible, but um, we we really wanted to win, and uh, it had been a tough season for us, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm like trying to think of like a creative way to tell this, but I mean, it's I can really just, I guess, cover what happened, so, you know, we showed up, I actually, um, I kind of served as um, like the coach of the team in some ways, like people like jokingly said I was coach, and I don't know, I mean, I kind of like did step up and try my best to kind of like help the people who um like hadn't really played kickball before or whatever and just try to try to help guide us to you know some victories and uh I guess if that kind of makes me coach then I mean I accept that and I you know I find joy in kind of being a um like a coach role I guess so yeah I came I guess all that to say I came with a speech I gave a speech before the game I felt like we were fired up you know we warmed up we were ready to go and I want to say that this is like, uh, I don't even, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to put the words, uh, this whole story in the best way possible, but the first inning, um, we're the home team because we're the higher seed and, uh, we give up three runs in the first. And so, uh, it was a tough, tough outing right to start. So I wish I could have said that we, we went out and played crazy, but it was really just that first inning that kicked us in the ass. So. Um, we had like two drops right to start the game and, uh, it put us down three, nothing. And I, I kind of felt myself, I like preached in my pregame speech that like, it doesn't matter what we do. Like we just can't collapse. We can't give up. And I felt like right when those three run- runs were scored, I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know if we can do it. And I'm just being honest here on this mic. And immediately after we go up to bat bottom of the first and we scored two and I go, this is Jacques. Why? you can't just be a bum because we can do this. And we did. We, I mean, we came back, we tied the game. I actually scored my first run of the year, believe it or not, as much as I, um, you know, tried and did my best this year. I, I never actually scored until this game. I was the t- tying run, tied it up three, three, and we played even kickball until the sixth inning, I, I want to say. And unfortunately we did give up a run, uh, and went down four, three, and that was a run we never ended up overcoming. So we ended up losing 5-3, but um, I guess I'm I'm saying this in a sad way, but I'm really, really proud of what we did uh, on that field yesterday. So um, we didn't come away with the win, but that was definitely our most complete game of the year. And truthfully, if we had just kind of tightened it up in the first inning, we would have won that game 3-2. And it's tough. It took us an inning to get going, but... 
I mean, looking back, that that was our best game of the year. And if we didn't deserve to win, then we didn't. And that's okay, because hopefully um, there was kind of talks of us doing a July league. I think the interest just wasn't completely there. I don't know if we're actually going to do it. But I think at the very least, we'll come back next year, hopefully with a lot of the same people. And I think that experience will really, really help us. And, um, you know, it was a tough way to end the season. It's, you know, always tough ending on a loss and not, you know, hoisting the, the medals or trophy. So... Um, but I was really, really proud. Um, uh, pretty much every single person um, who was kind of wishy-washy on catches um, made a really, really good catch in that last game. And every time we would make a mistake, we'd come right back uh, and you know undo it. And I had made a careless mistake in that game um, that ended up costing us a run. So obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm you know a perfect player. Um, I made a pretty errant throw from first to second base that I probably should have just held on to um, that ended up costing us a run in the next at bat. So, you know, there's stuff I need to tighten up and uh, hopefully I'm just hopeful to get the chance to play again against um, people out here in Boston. I I had a a great, great season, great time. I don't think the record really reflects how well we did. Um, I think ultimately in in this game, we gave up those three runs. There's a number of other games. We were really, really close and we just, you know, would give up one big hit that would clear the bases and just screw us. So, um, just a couple things to tighten up. And I, I think we're a championship caliber team in the making, you know, you start somewhere, right? You can't, uh, you can't always be a champion. So, um, this was the growing pain year and, uh, next year is the one they'll, they'll make the movie about. So that's, uh, that's what I have to say. I don't know why I, was so weird talking about this when I started talking about it, but um, I guess part of it is just sadness that it's over. Uh, I'm really proud of the team. Um, I made a lot of really, really good friends on the team or and got a lot, a lot closer to um, some of the people who I was just kind of acquainted with before. So um, I think we're talking about still like hanging out on Tuesdays and like playing pickup games and maybe not kickball because we don't have the numbers for uh, a whole, you know, versus game of kickball. But um yeah, it's uh, exciting. It's something. It's it's been nice to go out and do something every week. And uh, I've pulled a couple muscles, uh, bruised my uh, ankle. I think it's still a little sore, but uh, um, it's good. I'm being uh, a lot more active than I guess I probably was before we started doing kickball. So, yeah. But I guess I thought I had more to talk about for the kickball, but I didn't. Just uh, very happy overall with the experience and. Uh, Sad, of course, uh, once again, that we lost, but we'll get him next time. We'll get him next time. So, um, we're honestly not that deep into the podcast, but I really, I I thought I had a couple more things I kind of wanted to talk about, but I don't know. They're really just kind of tidbits here or there. I'd rather just kind of save, um, for later down the road. I think I talked about this a couple episodes ago. There's like stories I have that could fit to be talked about at any point, but a lot of times they just kind of mesh into some of the other bigger arcs that I want to talk about so I don't know I I, I gotta like start making up my mind about uh, that kind of stuff and actually just coming prepared and doing my like high school episode my college episodes and stuff because I keep talking about wanting to do them and then I just keep pushing it off I don't really know why I think part of it is I want to prepare myself in the best way possible and I've been like actively trying to remember better and better stories um, cause it's hard. It's hard remembering a lot of different things. You know, I'm like, Oh, I have all these great memories. And you sit down and like, let's list them. And then you like come up with like four. And so a lot of times 
I think of stories and different stuff when I'm talking to people because someone will say something and that triggers kind of a a thing in my brain like, oh yeah, that also kind of happened to me, but in this way instead. So what I'm trying to say is I want to start shifting more towards having guests on the show. So look forward to that in the future. I keep, I've said that a couple times since I had Camille on like, oh, we should do this more. We should do this more. And it just kind of partially my fault. Um, I guess, honestly, I can't blame anyone other than myself. It's my show. So I won't blame anyone other than myself, but I got to get some people on. I plan on doing the Aaron episode once we move in. So look forward to that in August. I'm going to be doing a couple episodes with friends when I go back home in Minnesota. So look forward to those next week. We'll see what I do next week. Let me try to sit down and, um, Maybe do the the high school, at least uh, the start of high school episode next week. I definitely want to get to that at some point. So if nothing really crazy goes on this week, I am going skydiving, so that's one thing. But if nothing really is going on, maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll do that episode next week. But enough of me talking about what I'm going to do. I think that's all I really have uh, for a show this week. Just the kind of couple of big fun things I've been up to. I apologize to my close friends out here who've definitely already heard all of that stuff or. I mean, Katie, if you're listening to this, it's kind of interesting because you were literally present to all of that. But um, so it goes, I, I guess, sometimes with uh, the podcast. So at least this one was short and you didn't have to listen to an hour of me telling you things I've already told you. Um, okay, well, uh, that's it. Uh, I think this is my shortest episode ever. Um, and hopefully it will be the shortest episode. I don't know. I guess I've been thinking, like, maybe I should find a way to kind of tell people, like, hey, I don't really have anything to talk about this week. We're going to delay the episode a little bit because imagine I had recorded this on Monday. I I just kind of would have been bullshitting for, I don't know, a while because all I would have had to talk about was the Open. But that's why I wanted to push it back again to Wednesday this week so at least I could talk about kickball. Um, But yeah, I don't really know. I'm happy right now. Things are going great. Work's great. Um, Life's great. I'm excited for the move that's coming up. I'm excited to go home. I haven't taken a work off in like actively taken work off for like a vacation since Christmas. Um, so I'm excited for a break, a week off. I'm excited to see some friends I haven't seen in like six months. I'm excited to go on the lake, watch some fireworks. It's going to be a great time. Excited to see my family, um, who I haven't seen most of since December. And yeah, so lots to look forward to right now. Lots to be happy about. And, um, yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, with that, I appreciate you guys, uh, hanging in there for this, uh, shorter episode, uh, just a little bit of a update type episode and, uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see how things go for me and what I end up doing next week. So, um, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Uh, have a great rest of your week and, uh, I love all of you. All right. Peace out.